Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seeds with 50 as a popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see because Doug loves Hey, 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 everybody. My name is Doug, and I love movies. This is Doug Loves Movies, coming to you once again from Zombieland for another Homes Alone edition. My guests today, very excited about these three, are Jen Kirkman, Dan Van Kirk, and Steve Way. Hey, how y'all doing? Hey, friends. Hi. Hi. Uh, Let's meet them individually and alphabetically, starting with Jen Kirkman is here. Hello, Jen. Hi, I've been causing trouble before we were rolling. Cause I was yeah. looking up, I was typing to see the name of a movie I recently watched. That's what happens is uh, <sighs> people, you know, in this Zoom version of the show, they, uh, you know, they have the ability to look stuff up. So promise us that during the uh, game portion, you won't cheat. Oh, no, 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 <laughs> I promise not to. Uh, you'll know that by how badly I lose. Right, if you know the answer, we'll just assume you looked it up. <laughs> yes. Thanks for having me. Uh, thank you for being here. Your podcast, uh, No Fun with Jen Kirkman. Yes. Is available. Uh, how often do you do it? Once a week. It's just an hour of me talking solo about whatever's on my mind. Everyone can find it wherever you find podcasts. Yeah, it's now part of the Misfit Toys Network or uh, whatever they're calling it, collective. I don't, I don't know the exact word for it. But uh, so is Doug Lowe's movie, so I'm I'm excited that we're part of the same thing. And um, which which day of the week do your new episodes come out? Wednesday morning. Okay, so every Wednesday, listen to to Jen talk for an hour. I bet you. <laughs> yes. I bet you. Uh, <laughs> uh, for many of your listeners, it's probably uh, a fairly therapeutic at this point in time to just uh, hear all of your thoughts. Yeah. And I mean, I don't actually talk about politics because I can't articulate it as well as I want to. So I talk about other things that are annoying to me, like small talk or people asking, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Uh, It's a perfect podcast. I always say to do your dishes too, or if you just want someone talking while you drive over a scary bridge or something. (laughs) To do your dishes. Yeah. Just do something loud, like vacuum while you listen. (laughs) (laughs) Just catch every other word. You'll get it. Yeah. 
Perfect. Uh, speaking of podcasts, this next gentleman, hey, Dan Van Kirk. Hi, friend. Uh, Dumb People Town, mm-hmm. Pen Pals, mm-hmm. Hindsight. Am mm-hmm. I leaving any anything out? No, Hindsight's pretty much just an archive now, although I would be willing to do it every once in a while again. But no, you are not, you are not leaving anything out. You can listen to all of those things, because even if you're not making new hindsights, the, all the still there. you've previously made are still there, mm-hmm. and uh, and people have the time, so why not? Yeah, and then I started doing game nights. Like, um, I do a camp night where it's just Zoom. It's very limited. Like, I, honestly, it's only 12 people, and um, we play, like, camp-based games, like games you would play with kids you want to, like, let their guard down and just have some fun. And then I do a game night where it's like we use Jackbox. And then this Friday, I do bingo once a month. You came on it. So you know this. What am I telling you for? But I did. I came on to your bingo show and I even I even pulled some numbers, which I, yeah. don't, I don't know how we managed to do that. But, uh, <laughs> so we're doing a Halloween one. We're doing Halloween-go on the 30th. And it's a costume oh, no. contest and bingo party. <laughs> no. Yes. That's cute. I love it. Jen, you could, if you ever want to all literally five minutes, you could join the zoom, call some numbers, say hi to people and then peace out. It's, it's very cameo friendly for comics to, if they want to promote anything or even just come see a whole bunch of people having a good time. And we raise money I, for charity too. I don't want to do any I of understand. that. Yeah. But maybe sometime. Sure. Or not seeing how you have no interest. No, I was totally kidding. Yeah, sometime <laughs> I would love to. We'll talk. Do they have to spell ha- Halloween go? Does it change the rules of the game? <laughs> no, I'm just combining the Halloween costume aspect with Kyle Ayers coined the phrase and I have to give him credit for it. But I, I kept saying it was a Halloween bingo party costume contest extravaganza. And Kyle was like, just call it Halloween go. And I'm like, this is why you're great at thinking up shows, Kyle Ayers. So that's what it is this month. And so people uh, are encouraged to dress up in costumes. Yeah, there'll be prizes for that too. Like people were in win real money and uh, we raise real money for charity. And there's like uh, Uber credits and uh, even like cookies from a bakery in Atlanta who gives us gift certificates that people can have cookies delivered to their door. So yeah. it's fun. Yeah. And it's just something Feeling to- kind of cultish to me. <laughs> there is that aspect to it, but that's more of like for people that really want to change their way of life and bring other people into a better being as well. But that's more towards the end of the They don't have to make a vow though on the first Halloween go. No, but they do get a scarf. They do get a, a, a like a multicolored scarf. So sounds like, lot. sounds like the sashes people were getting in Nexium. I, I feel you, Doug, you, you're we, right. Well, we got a cease and desist for that sash word, but we do call the <laughs> scarf. And um, it's more of a way of life. Again, not a cult, just a way of looking at life to better your own self. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, and joining us today for the first time on the show, very excited to have him here. Uh, one of the co-stars of Rami. Uh, it's two seasons in now on Hulu and uh, getting ready for season three, I guess. It's Steve Way. Hey, Steve. What up? <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> I'm great. How are you? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. Um, what's the status of uh, your your character is named Steve on the show? Are you yep. are are you back in season three? The great thing about Rami and being friends with the real life Rami of twenty years is that I have great job security. <laughs> so as long as there's a show. I have a job. That's great. 
how, how much of the show, I know Jen, I asked her before the show, she hasn't seen it yet, but how much of Rami have you seen, Dan? I am near the end of the first season so far. Oh. My favorite season of, or favorite episode so far of yours is uh, when Rami gets super high and is talking to your mom at the table. How about me at my death? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. That, and like you playing that so deadpan while simultaneously being annoyed, but also accepting that your friend is super high. Um, I, I have to admit that whenever Rami and I are on screen together, about half of what you see is all improv. Oh, wow. So yeah, yeah, at least half of that scene is Rami going off script and me just trying so hard not to break character. <laughs> is this on, on Hulu? Yeah. Yes. Okay, I'm adding it to my list. Sorry, I've only been watching things about cults so far. So now I'm ready to move into like actual entertainment. Thank you. <laughs> um, it's a real thought provoking show though. It's very, it's a, it's a deep dive into uh, uh, Muslims and uh, lots of stuff. And it's- I love it. It's great. And uh, I was going to say to Dan, um, you know, you don't don't jump ahead, but uh, you've the the episode where Steve and Rami go to uh, Atlantic City is oh, uh, that's a ride. I'm sure you can already imagine. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> that's what I love, Rami's, too, is that Rami wants to stay out of trouble. And that's all Steve wants is trouble. So that, so, so he, take, he makes him go take him to uh, Atlantic City. But that's what I love about the show, too, Steve, and the way that you guys do this. And obviously, as you just said, like it's been a, an aspect uh that I'm sure you don't even think of, of your friendship for over 20 years is as much as the show is like showing a cultural awareness light on Muslim. It also is uh, for people with disabilities and you, you guys continue on and, you know, uh, showing people like, Hey, there's, you can have an exact same normal bullshit ball busting friendship with somebody. And just because they're cutting your food for you while you're having lunch, it's no different lunch than any other two friends. And I, I just, I love, so I can't wait to see this Atlantic city episode because you guys never play anything for the like, well, you can't, it's not like, come on, we're fucking going, let's do this. So I yeah. can't wait to see it. I mean, the, the Atlantic city episode features a scene that I don't think has ever been portrayed on television before. <laughs> I can't so wait. it's, yeah, it's heavy. It's definitely a first, <laughs> and maybe the last. <laughs> Hopefully, the last. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. Well, thank you for being here, Steve. I appreciate that. Uh, you know, I I looked up. Uh, I I forget who reached out to who first on Twitter, but that's how we found each other via Twitter. And that uh, that you uh, were aware of Douglas movies that made me so happy, and uh, uh, I'm glad that you're here. Awesome, man. Thank you. Um, just real quick box office report. I know it's really sad, uh, that the, you know, theaters aren't really open and the ones that are tend to be showing stuff that's, uh, you know, uh, repurposed or just the kinds of movies that used to go straight to on demand <laughs> are getting some, uh, screen time. And, uh, the number one movie in the country right now is the latest Liam Neeson movie. Uh, it's just got the most generic title. It's called Honest Thief. <laughs> <laughs> that is a contradiction. I'm curious. 
<laughs> yeah. All of his movies are like put it either like way too basic of a title or an odd, like, like graveyard by morning or something yeah. like, like they're all like, <laughs> ominous. imagine risking COVID to see honest thief. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's the number one movie this weekend and it made uh, 2.4 million, which would wow. be utter embarrassment utter. for uh, any other major release, you know, pre COVID. But imagine that person's funeral, Jen, if they're like, so how did, uh, how did she, like, how did she get caught? Like, I mean, it's horrible that she got like, oh, she, um, she went so honest thief. Oh yeah. Like, great movie. Great movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah well, well, it, it wasn't great for her in the long run, but yeah, that's what did. She had a great time. Well, <laughs> you know. Can you imagine like a group of friends that want to rent out a theater and like, they don't want to see Tenet. They don't want to see anything good. <laughs> But they want to see William Neeson and Honest Thief. Honest Thief. <laughs> I was going to ask you guys. I was going to ask you guys that. And Doug, especially, like, you, you guys all are aware that, like, AMC is doing this deal where you can rent out a movie theater for 99 bucks. Whoa. No, I didn't know that. Yes. It's, yeah. You get you and 19 other people, so 20 people total, and it's $99, and you can rent it out. And And I love going to movies so much that depending on what they're like, lobby setup like precautions are i'm like what do i just want to spend a hundred dollars for me and maybe one other person to go see the nun or any other like classic because there's some of them are doing like holiday movies too um but it's only nine it's i say only that's a shit ton of money but yeah if you it's did a lot but i'd pay it because like as it stands now like at the arc light theater Right. If me and my lady go to the movies, it's, you know, we're already talking 35 bucks. Easy. Yes. So you're a third not, in. You oh, know. I think 99 is a steal when you really think about like how much it would be to rent any kind of venue for a couple hours. And Never. if you did it with four other people, there's five of you, it's 20 bucks a person. And you guys could, you could all sit like 20 seats from each other and still oh, you know what else? chat if you wanted. You know what else I just thought of, Dan? Hmm. Movie theater wedding. Wow. wow. You know, if you're going to have a small wedding, rent yeah. out a theater and then, you know, put on yeah. the most appropriate movie. <laughs> and then that way, if your guests aren't interested in marriage, they can watch the movie. Sure. That's perfect. Yeah. They disagree with you marrying whoever. And they're yeah. like, I'll just watch Caddyshack. Thank, thank them for showing <laughs> it. Well, the number two oh. movie in the country right now is the movie War with Grandpa, which right. just kind of sounds like covid that's and de niro then, <laughs> that's de niro or, right or against grandpa and then tenant is hanging in at number three it made uh 1.3 million this weekend and then number four this hasn't happened in a, in a while or a few weeks anyway is a movie i have ha, isn't even on my radar called empty man i have no, no idea what that is weird five is the re-release of the nightmare before Christmas. Mm -hmm. oh, that's cute. Also an appropriate yeah. title for right now. That's very true. Totally. <laughs> While living the nightmare before Christmas. Oh. And after, probably. Yeah. Oh, Ongoing. Yeah. A um, nightmare before all the rest of the Christmases. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's the box office report, such that it is. Uh, Dan, I know you're excited to tell us about some scary movies mm -hmm. that you uh, have uh, taken on during this time. Uh, I, I'm big 
into like holiday movies. I love watching, like we talked about this a few months ago in the summer, like 4th of July movies and stuff. So I've been trying to watch as many scary or quote unquote horror because some of them are pretty campy and funny, but um, I just watched a movie called triangle from 2009. Have any of you guys seen this? No, Nope. It is very good. Steve, have you seen it? I mean, triangle. Yeah. I know. Okay. I had never heard of it either. I had never heard of it either. It's about a group of people. That movie's for squares. There you go. Um, it's Melissa George is in it and Michael Dorman, who's in like, he's one of those people that's been in a ton of stuff that you've seen. And then Liam Hemsworth is in it too and a whole bunch of other people. But it's a group of people that go out on a boat and then they hit a storm and then they find a cruise ship, which is empty for them to because their boat has been capsized. They see this cruise ship. It comes up by them and it's empty or is it? And it's, uh, it's, it's, it's way better than a movie you've never heard of should be. Is it perfect? No, but is it very fun? I've had, I, I recommend it on Twitter. I've had multiple people tell me that they've like watched it more than once in the past two weeks, because there's parts where you're trying to figure out how that happened and how that worked. I highly recommend it. It's also a good psychological thriller more than it is like straight up horror. So any person who's like, I don't like scary movies, I would say yeah. well, it technically isn't a scary movie. It's more like psych- psychological than anything. There's not like a monster or a ghost or any of that sort of stuff, but um, it is, it does have some violence in it, but it's, uh, it's, it's good. It's, it's <laughs> out there. Say it's very good, especially because you know how like expectation is the death of movies. We yeah. go into it being like, I don't know. I've never heard of this. Daniel Van Kirk told me about it. I feel like you'll probably like it as well. So I I recommend it. And it's a great, great of the season type movie. So I assume the triangle of the title is the Bermuda triangle. You are correct. Based on what you described. Smart. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And um, where did, where did you watch it? I watched it for free on Amazon with commercials, but because the movie has so many like twists, in turns, not in like a Shyamalan sense, but in a like, wait, hold on a sec. What the fuck was, what just happened? Um, I kind of welcomed the commercials because it gave me a moment to like, think about what the, what, how this is working out, but it is. And it's, uh, it's good. I, 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 all three of you via social media or just uh, real life friend texts, I would love to hear what you think of it. I'll watch it. And I, I'm one of those, I don't like scary movies. I don't like like a murderer coming in or some kind of yeah, monster, it's, no, but it's not that, yeah, but I can do that. this kind of thing. Yeah. And you'll be able Jen, I guarantee you, like once it makes the, the, that first turn of like, okay, this is what this is. You'll know right away. Like, Oh, okay. I know. Okay. I get what it is. And you'll know that it isn't what you would probably hate. So perfect. Yeah. Okay. I'm down for that. What yeah, check it out. Steve, do you, do you, can you recommend a uh, scary movie? Oh, I mean, just to look out the window. <laughs> That's all I need. Just, uh, just take a deep breath of life right now, and it's, I don't, it's scary enough. I don't know if it's a like a horror movie per se, but um, I mean, it definitely has like some jump scares. Um, but one of my favorite movies of all time is uh, Attack the Block. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's great. Um and I know there are two movies out now um kind of in the same vein. Um Save Yourselves and 
Vampires in the Bronx. Is that the right title? I think so. I, the first one you definitely got right. I know there's the Save Yourselves, which I haven't seen yet, but I do want to see. You, you would recommend that? Yeah, absolutely. It's cool. With, um, uh, what's his name from uh, Search Party? Oh, yeah. I that that's that's the thing about that movie is I don't know the names of the, the I leads, know but I recognize them because is she from is she on Glow the female lead yes yeah yeah I don't know their names but I will I will watch that movie and learn them and um, what was the other one oh the Vampire in the Bronx yes where basically a bunch I mean it's kind of like a dad the block where a bunch of uh, like inner city teens have to fight against a like invasion of vampires but um it's kind of like an allegory for gentrification oh yeah ah. makes sense yeah but uh, <laughs> no it's good all right yeah i'd watch both of those that's uh wow i got three movies to watch now uh what about you jen is there something that you could recommend well, it's not a scary movie, um, <laughs> but let me recommend. Well, I'll I'll tell you the scariest movie. Uh, it's not horror like Halloween. It's like a war movie. Um, I, actually, as I'm saying this, I'm like, did I already recommend this on another episode of your show? But I don't think so. Uh, it's a great movie to watch for now for anyone that's stressed out because it, it's hopeful and it's kind of an against all odds uh, war movie. And it's a true story. 12th man has anyone ever seen that no it's incredible so it's a norwegian resistance fighter he is sent on an ant he's sent on an anti-nazi sabotage mission um to norway and the nazis intercept him um and he escapes and he's literally a man running through all of that terrain for months and starving and everyone's hiding him in, in their house and the Nazis are looking for him. It's amazing. And it's a true story. And it's so suspenseful that you, it's it, your heart is racing the whole time up until the last second. And it's terrifying, but it has a lot of hope in it. And it's a great movie to watch for these, these days. Um, the movie that I was looking up when you guys heard me typing before was um, I'm on a big Ethan Hawke kick, which has nothing to do with his new show. Um, I was kind of on this kick earlier this summer and I started just watching every movie that I'd never seen him in. And there's this great movie. So this is more for, if you want to take your mind off things called Juliet naked. Have you guys seen that? No, no, don't get excited. There's no nudity, Oh, I'm out. <laughs> but it's a great movie. Um, who's that really funny? Uh, Chris O'Dowd. Oh yeah. Yes. He's so Chris O'Dowd plays a guy who is obsessed with this grunge rocker, um, you know, it's set in the now. And so this grunge rocker played by Ethan Hawke was really famous in the nineties, blah, blah, blah. Now he's kind of nowhere, no career. Anyway, this Chris O'Dowd character is obsessed with him. He's like all day long on like message boards about him and his girlfriend who lives with him is really frustrated and like, God, is that all you care about? And so through a bizarre twist of fate, she ends up meeting Ethan Hawke's character and it's a romantic comedy and it goes on from there. And it's so delightful, really good acting, really believable, but extraordinary situation, super fun. I think men and women will enjoy it. There's something for everybody. And it's not about, you know, anything scary. 
I've really, uh, I, you know, I was fortunate enough to see uh, Ethan Hawke in uh, True West on Broadway with uh, Paul Dano. And, um, it, it, you know, I, I've, I've been a fan for a while, but it really, like, it really jumped, jump-started my uh, interest in seeing him in, in pretty much anything. Like, he's certainly in some movies that aren't, aren't very good, but he works yeah. a lot. And uh, so I've picked up a few of them. Have you managed to watch uh, Stockholm yet? No. If you're doing the Ethan Hawke thing, watch Stockholm. It's all about where the expression Stockholm uh, syndrome. Oh, yes. I did see it. It's the bank robbery <laughs> one. Is it there the bank robbery movie? Yeah. yeah. I watched it this summer. A, oh, delight. Okay. a delight. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, it's really fun because, you know, he has to play a very charismatic character because that's the idea of Stockholm syndrome is that, you know, the, your captor ends up being somebody that you, uh, you know, you actually like or whatever. And, and really good uh, 70s, right? 70s outfits. And mm -hmm. yeah, that's a good, fun movie. And then another one that people have been for years now trying to get me to watch, and I still haven't, and I really should just buckle down and watch it, is a movie called uh, Predestination. Oh. And that's another uh, lesser known Ethan Hawke movie that, that some people rave about. Others say it's, it's not as great as they're saying it is. So that's why I've been on the fence about it. But uh, if you see that movie, if you're seeing lots of Ethan Hawke, let me know if you watch that one. I shall. I'll check in. Ooh, so exciting. <laughs> yeah, it's the show that gives people homework. Um, oh, good, good. But those are lots of great recommendations, some some scarier than others. And uh, but that's that's perfect. Um, you guys ready to play some games? Heck yeah. Yeah. Yes. OK, uh, we're going to play uh, a warm up game and uh, then we'll uh, take a quick break and come back with the uh, the main event. But the uh, the first game is called "What's the Rush," and the reason it's called that is because there's a lot of movies that have been made that they gave the title "Rush" to, and uh, two of them in particular are a Formula One racing car movie set in the '70s from 2013, and a undercover cops trying to bust a drug ring movie from 1991. So the way this game works is I'm going to go to each of you one at a time. We'll do alphabetical order. We'll start with Jen. I'm going to ask you, I'm going to name a actor and you have to guess whether that actor or actress was in Rush from 91, Rush from 13, or neither. Oh, okay. All right. But that's the one clue I'll give you is that if you haven't seen these movies is that the one from 91 is like a crime drama and the one from uh, 2013 is about race car driving. And um, like I said, we'll start with Jen. And if the first two people guess wrong, the third person gets a gimme. So that's how uh, this is a game that anybody can win. Jen. Mm -hmm. William Sadler, the great William Sadler, he plays death in the uh, second Bill and Ted movie. I hear he's in the third one, which I have not seen yet, but should. Uh, what do you think? Which one of those or neither was William Sadler in? Um, just based on his type, I, I don't feel like he fits into either movie, but I'm going to guess that he was in one of them. And 
I'm just going to guess the 1991 one. That is correct. Ooh! I swear I'm not cheating. Jen Kirkman is on the board <laughs> and, and not cheating. It's, it's on the record that she's not cheating. <laughs> uh, Dan Van Kirk, are you ready? I am. Okay, it's your turn to guess either Rush 91, Rush mm -hmm. 13, or neither okay. for formerly Mr. Cher, Greg Allman. <laughs> mm, I'm going to go neither. Oh, that's incorrect. Damn it. Oh. Steve, what do you think? Is it uh, 91 or 13? I mean, Greg Allman is like really old, right? <laughs> uh, he's been around for a minute. Yeah, I think yeah. I, 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 I think there's a chance he's no longer with us. I forget if he died or not. Yeah, he, he, he might be that one, yeah. Um, how about you go 91? That is correct. Congratulations, you're on the board. Yeah. <laughs> Back to you, Jen. Okay. Nathan Lane. Uh, God, that's a trick question. I want to say neither. But then I'm like, maybe the race car one. Uh, all right, I'm going to guess race car one. <laughs> Incorrect. Neither. <laughs> I'm, we're gonna find out in a second. Oh, shit. Now it goes to Dan. What do you I'm think, gonna, Dan? I'm gonna go neither. <laughs> You're right about that. Ah! Jen, Jen Thank you, Jen. <laughs> well, I'd like some just you know credit for my instincts. Yeah. No, oh, you got it. Your, uh, your instincts are great. Um, <laughs> they helped me. You narrowed it down to two out of three answers. Um, <laughs> amazing. Let's go to, <laughs> oh, oh, we're back to, wait, oh, we're at Steve. Steve, mm -hmm. okay. You ready, Steve? Yep. Uh, Sam Elliott. Still very relevant. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what, All right. Oh, that man. killing it. You know, as a frequent uh, listener of this podcast, I, I tend to uh, pick up on trends of these names. <laughs> so I'm going to go with 91. That is correct. Wow. Great game. Yeah, I would have gone neither. Well, played. I was going to guess 2013. Yeah, it's, um, you know, people listen all the time know that I really, uh, sometimes it's fun for me to just make the, it be the same answer every time and see how long it takes <laughs> the guests to figure that out. <laughs> Sometimes too. So, so Steve is way ahead of us. Um, but this one is actually, I mixed it up a little bit, strangely. Um, all right. So Steve's got two points. So Jen, you need to try to catch up here uh, with the actress Phoebe Cates. Okay. In the one from 2013 or 91 or neither. Um, she seems young. I feel like it's not the 1991. I, I'm going to go against the, the, game that you normally play because i don't think the 2013 has been an answer yet so i'm going to say that one incorrect no <laughs> dan um oh. steve what are you gonna say hey you can't i know i'm just <laughs> Say whatever uh, you don't say. I'd like to see that on Jeopardy, though. Somebody buzz in and try to <laughs> next to them. What do you think it is? 
<laughs> I mean, technically, that would be answering in the form of a question. What is my person next to me? Uh, I will go with. Oh shit. Um. Neither. That is correct. Yes. I can't believe you told us what the game was, and I still went against it. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's 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 your uh, competitive instinct. Yeah. That uh, that plays against you. <laughs> All right, Steve. If you get this right, you win this game. Yeah, no pressure. Yeah, and uh, the name is a it's an actor named Joe Ferrara. Hmm. Not Ferrari, oh. Ferrara. Would that be Rush 13, Rush 91, or neither? For the win. I would have to go with neither. Oh, incorrect. Oh, man. Jen, this is your chance to turn it into a three. I know five. what it is, because you were given a hint. Rush 13, the one about cars. <laughs> I wish he was in the one that wasn't about cars, but you're right. He is in yes! the car. Yes. <laughs> I know that Italian name. I was like, that's that's going to be about sports cars. Doug, I don't know if you meant to give that as a hint or just a coincidence. But. No, I, well, I thought it'd be funny. Uh, you know, it, it's just funny to me that there's a person in, in a car racing movie that with that last name. Totally. <laughs> um, okay, so, uh, Dan, have, have you seen either of these movies, either of these Rush films? I saw I saw the 2013 one in the theaters. Oh, okay, all right. So that's that's giving you a little edge on this, I guess. Yeah, I don't remember um, much about it except for it was some really good, like racing and car driving scenes. But it should have had those. So. Yeah, that guy Daniel Bruhl is in it. He's a uh, he's a tremendous actor. Mm -hmm. He got a supporting actor nomination for it. Okay. Um, so Dan, this is uh, it's a three-way tie. So if you get this right, you win okay. this game. And uh, does is it one of those two, thirteen ninety-one, or neither? The great Albert Brooks. I'm gonna go neither. That is correct. Yes. Wow. Yes. Good work. You did it. Thanks. Congratulations. Man. Feels good. Uh, uh, that sense of pride you're feeling right now is very good for uh, to build up COVID immunity. <laughs> and uh, we're going to try to give spread some of that pride around to, to Jen and to Steve after this quick commercial break. We'll be right back. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. We're back. This has been a very heated, exciting game so far. We're going to play one more game to determine our winner today. Um, Dan won that last game, so he gets to go first in. But during the break, we found out that Doug has to apologize for spreading COVID misinformation. <laughs> Daniel is not immune to it. No, it helps build up, build up your immunity. Oh, well, all right. 
Yeah, in the, in the tiniest of ways. It's okay. just like, it's not even, it's barely, uh, you know, barely noticeable. It's more mm. like, uh, you know, an attitude thing. <laughs> attitude is everything. You're yeah, right. I learned that from Patch Adams. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that I learned today that Robin Williams was in a movie called The Angriest Man in Brooklyn? No. Has anybody heard of that? No, but I would w- totally watch it, I it think. It co-stars Peter Dinklage. What? I've never even heard of it. Never heard of this. It was number six in the box office this weekend. (laughs) Okay, so we're going to play Weird Algorithm. Have you uh, heard us play this game, Steve? No, I don't think so. Okay, Weird Algorithm is about how the sickest thing happens on uh, the Internet Movie Database, uh, IMDb. Uh, If you go there and you... Uh, click on the cast list for any project, any movie or TV show. It will then proceed, if you ask it to, to list everybody in order of their popularity according to IMDb and their very strange algorithm. Because I, I don't, I still can't figure it out, and I've been playing hmm. this game for a while. So the idea is that it's guessing on this game is tricky, but also. Um, you know, anybody could uh, come up with a, a winning answer. Uh, I will name a movie, and then I'll go to each of you one at a time. I'll start with Dan, uh, and everybody will get a chance to go first. Plus, you can discuss your your answer out loud because everybody can give the same answer if they if you all agree. It's not strategic necessarily, but <laughs> uh, at least you don't. You know, at least you're at the same level with everybody else. So I'll name a movie. The person who gives me the top build person in that movie, according to this popularity index, will get three points. If you come up with the number two person, it'll be two points. And third, one point. And everything else is not worth any points. And like I said, it's very unpredictable what IMDb has decided on people's uh, popularity on any, any given day. I looked these up today, so these are fresh. And they're also uh, all appropriate for the month of uh, October. The first movie, Dan, Mm -hmm. is Bram Stoker's Dracula from 1992. Mm. Directed by Francis Ford Coppola and featuring, you know, who as Dracula. Yeah. Who was Dracula in that, Dan? Uh, Gary Oldman. Mm Mm-hmm. So do you think Oldman would be the top built person or somebody else? No. So uh, number one, I, th- I think I can give number one. Mm-hmm. And, and I just say it to you, Doug, because I haven't played this before, but I want to double yeah. check so I don't screw yeah, anything just, up. Just blurt it out. Number one, Keanu. You think Keanu Reeves is the number one yes. most popular person? But, I feel, but seeing how I can only remember two people in the movie, and I know this, <laughs> I know that there's at least one other person's name I should be remembering and I can't like, I can't. All right. Well, you don't have to lock in just yet. Okay. Go to Steve and see if he has an opinion about this. No, I'm going to go Gary Oldman. He likes Gary Oldman. I'm going to play it safe. Jen, what do you think? I I think it's Keanu. I mean, like he is so beloved right now, but so is the other person that I'm thinking of. It's like, and often they're beloved together. Oh, who's that? Winona, isn't it? Isn't she in it? Yes, she is. 
Yeah. So I'm not sure. I, I feel Judd like, has a big part. <laughs> I feel like I'd be a fool to not guess Keanu, but I'm like that competitive spirit that fucks me every time goes, maybe it's Winona. Cause, cause there was just recently. Uh, no, you're right. You're right. I, I'm, I'm going Keanu <laughs> because the most recent story about this movie makes him look like a hero. It wouldn't necessarily make her more popular, even though she's, Everyone loves her, but I, I think it's Keanu. Oh, there's uh, there's an actual story about this movie that you heard? Yeah, a couple months ago, it was going around the internet. She did an interview in a British newspaper, and she was saying that on the set of this movie, um, who was the director again? He was... Um, oh, uh, yeah, he was telling the guys to make her cry, like method acting. He was telling them to yell whore at her and all this stuff off camera. Oh, God. And um, it, like totally for no reason, you know, and Keanu refused to do it. Oh. And she trusted him after that and all this. And and so anyway, it was a big, as my mother would say, a big article in the paper about it. <laughs> and so it would made him look like he just keeps like, there's just no bad stories about him. And so that was yeah, the most really recent one. Seem... Yeah, I he feel like really... that'll make your star meter go up. Yeah, he really walks a walk. I mean, he really uh, is a, uh, just seems like, the, the nicest, coolest guy and such, such a hard worker too. He has to learn so much to, you know, for a lot of his movies that he's in uh, all that combat stuff and gunplay and whatnot. Um, yeah. And Winona recently, we played this game recently and she came out number one in the cast of uh, uh, another movie. And I didn't, I didn't know about this, uh, this Dracula thing. So that's really interesting that, uh, that that was in the news. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, so uh, Dan and Jen both want to lock in Keanu and you want to stick with uh, Gary Oldman, Steve? Yep. Wait, I'm officially locked in at Keanu? Unless you want to change it. I think I, w I, think I want to change it to Winona. Yeah? You're going yeah, because of uh, Stranger Things coming back and I don't, it just feel, it's so tricky that I feel like a lot of it has to do with that. Like she's probably doing more press or there might be more articles written up about her. So if stranger things is coming back. I feel like she would bump Keanu to number two. When is there supposed to be new stranger? Things? I know. What are you talking about? Oh, I thought it was coming. I, I feel like I, Oh, it did. Okay. Yeah. They just started filming. Oh, that's why I've been seeing stuff about it. Well, I'll still stick with it because I feel like I've seen a lot of stranger things stuff lately. Well, it is Halloween. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I'll still stick with it. I'll stick with okay. it. So I'm locking in Winona at number one. All right. Well, at number seven, they went with uh, Richard E. Grant. And I'm just mentioning that because I love Richard E. Grant. Mm -hmm. And then number six is Carrie Elwes, the, uh, the prince of Princess Bride fame. Mm -hmm. uh, five is Anthony Hopkins. Mm. Oh, wow. Yeah. He needs to talk to his publicist. <laughs> uh, and then coming in number four i'm sorry steve that's where gary oldman landed uh, was in the four slot and then three is monica bellucci i don't and, know who that is yeah i you know i didn't remember that there was another woman besides winona in that one and then number two winona Ryder. ah damn oh, oh well done Jen. I psyched you out. Man, you, you typed so in. quietly that time. I didn't even know. And number one, number one is, of course, Keanu Reeves. I didn't want to say this while Dan was doing his deductive reasoning. Well, Stranger Things, I was like, 
wanting to yell, but Bill and Ted, Bill and Ted. I thought about that too, but that's why I was like, oh, maybe it would have just, like he would have just fallen out of it. I hear you. I hear you. But yeah. And then he was that, uh, you know, Evil Knievel character in the uh, Toy Story movie that uh, I guess Evil Knievel oh, yeah. sued over it because. Yeah, they- that was just a thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, so Jen has three points, Dan has two, and Steve does not, is not on the board, but we still have two more rounds, and Steve gets to go first this round. Speaking of vampires, let's do interview with the vampire. Oh, jeez. <laughs> and if you want me to remind you of who was in that, I'd be happy to. No, I remember. <laughs> Unfortunately. Who do you think um, came out at number one, Steve? Well, I mean, if I'm going to go the Dan Van Kirk way of justifying it, um, wasn't Tom Cruise just in the news again? Um, what movie is he doing? He's going to play impossible. Keith Raniere in The Vow. Are you serious? No, I'm just joking. But wouldn't oh, that be amazing? Oh, oh, yes. That would be, that'd be great. <laughs> that would be great. I mean, he kind of did at the beginning of Magnolia. Uh, yeah. For sure. I mean, I know he's doing Mission Impossible 7. I think they're up to. Yeah. It's way too many. He just keeps making them. I think he's going to get killed making one of those. <laughs> and they're going to leave it in. He has to jump off a higher thing every time. And then it becomes part of the movie. Mm-hmm, of course. But soon they're going to have him, like that guy who went uh, went into space in the balloon and jumped out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, he's going to do that. Mm-hmm. Mission, mission actually impossible. <laughs> I don't, because... Wait, Brad Pitt has been pretty quiet. And Christian Slater, he hasn't really done anything. How do you Tom Cruise? Okay, Tom Cruise is uh, what Steve's going with. What do you think, Jen? Brad Pitt. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Dan? I'm going to go. You can go with either of those or... Step out on your own with your own idea. Just for fun, I'm going to try and go. I'll just Brad Pitt's number one, then Tom Cruise, then Kirsten Dunst. Let me just say right now, you know, whatever you say, it's not going to be, it's not really going to be fun. It's just going to be you saying, <laughs> saying a name and then well, me telling it's fun you. to me. I should say it, just for fun to me. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's where I'll go. Pitt, Cruz, Dunst. Who are you going with? Brad Pitt, and then Tom Cruise, and then Kirsten Dunst. Oh, you're telling us what you think the top three is. Yeah, I'm going to try for it. That was the fun part, Doug. Your number one is Brad Pitt? Yeah, he had all that heat on him from uh, um, the Fast Times reunion with him and Jen. That, like, blew up for a while. Fuck, when was that? Uh, Last month? It was, like, over Zoom, one of those things. Yeah, Dane Cook was... It was the strangest Fast Times reunion. The only character from Fast Times that showed up was uh, Sean Penn, and he didn't play Spicoli in the reunion. Right, and then it was made even more bizarre by how great Shia LaBeouf did perform Spicoli and just watching Sean Penn laugh at it. (laughs) That sounds cool. I didn't see it, but I would watch it for the... How soon soon until they 
reboot that movie. I can't believe they haven't already. It's kind of shocking. It seems like perfect for like also like a series on uh, Netflix. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay, so Interview with the Vampire uh, coming in at number five. Uh, he Not Robot, Christian Slater. <laughs> and then number four, people don't remember she was in this, but Thandi Newton was uh, oh, yeah. in that motion wow. picture. And then number three is Kirsten Dunst. Oh, Danny Baker. I'll take it. <laughs> and uh, coming in at number two, BP, Brad Pitt. Whoa. Plan B. So that means Jen gets two points for that, and Dan gets two points for that. But now. Wait, I but mean, I said he was number one. What's that? Oh, I still get two points. You get two points because he was number two. Okay. But getting three points for guessing number one correctly is Steve for saying Tom Cruise. Oh, nice. Wow, I just thought people hated Tom Cruise because he's such a psycho. Yeah, but they still talk about him. True that. It's like Kanye. It's a very weird algorithm. People hate Kanye, but they bring him up all the time. Yeah, I guess I was taking this to mean as like... Positive? Yeah, like a popularity thing, but you're right, you're right. Yeah, I think the popularity index can be like a uh, a lot of people looking it up out of hate. Yeah. Out of anger, which leads <laughs> us uh, to a very interesting <laughs> third movie. And um, Jen, you get to go first this time. Oh, okay. You have five points. Dan has four and Steve has three. The original Twilight. Oh. The movie that tried to ruin vampire movies forever. Well. Um... And werewolves. <laughs> I never saw it, but I, I think I know the people in it. I think so. Um, I mean, I know oh, Robert Pattinson and, and Kirsten, Kristen Stewart. Yeah. Um, I'm a fan of both of them, by the way. They're great yeah. actors. Yeah. And I think they're cool people. I don't know them, but I'm just, they look cool. I don't know. I'm going to go with Robert Pattinson because everyone's talking about him being Batman and he just got COVID lately and they had to, pause filming for a beat so how is anyone talking about anyone else other than him it seems like they shouldn't be talking about anybody else that's for and sure. i don't know was there anyone else famous in that movie <sighs> that besides those two that stayed famous kind of taylor lautner is he no i'm joking <laughs> <laughs> no it's been a little rough for taylor but uh you know uh anna kendrick is in that uh oh she is oh, wow in the twilight yeah. movies it's kind of been everything. Mm-hmm. I don't know if. It... What do you I think? still I still stay with uh, RP. Okay, Dan. Same. You're going Pattinson. Yeah, Batman. COVID. Okay. It's a perfect what combination. About you, Steve. Horrible. You are 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 you? Uh... I'm going Batman. <laughs> Everybody well, agrees plus, on Batman. He was in uh, Tenet too. Oh yeah, so he yeah he's he hit one wave after another. Yeah, and uh, you know COVID and entertainment. Eat a bird to death in uh, in the lighthouse. Don't tell. Don't give it away, Doug. Dude, spoilers. Sorry. <laughs> Can you imagine if you sat down to watch that now and the whole movie just leads up to that moment? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, you really did it. Well, this is a this one is baffling to me, and that's part of the fun uh, of this game. Oh, we should have known. <laughs> um, for some reason, number one is 
the lady who plays, I guess she's Kristen Stewart's mother in the what? movie, Elizabeth Reeser. She's number one? Why is she uh, number one? Who is she? What has she done else? She's she's an actress who's been in tons of stuff, but like I, I just don't see her. I just don't know, understand how she could be more popular than uh, Pattinson and, and Kristen Stewart at the moment at particular time well, or Anna Kendrick for that matter. But uh, Anna Kendrick came in in fourth place. Mm-hmm. Kristen Stewart came in third and uh, RP is uh, second. This lady, Elizabeth Reeser is number one. She was in that show easy on uh, or not easy. Is that it? Yeah. Easy. The show that's uh, on Netflix. Like an anthology. Yeah. 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 It's an anthology yeah. thing, but some of the characters come and go. So you see her character a few times over the couple of seasons of the show. But our ain't friend, nobody talking about that right our, now. Your times. No. Our friend Kate McCucci is in that show. Mm-hmm. I liked that show a lot, but it was not even recent. Yeah, she's the one that was married to the kind of overweight guy, and they were they were both yes. exploring the idea of having other partners. And that guy is in Rami. Oh. The guy that she was married to, he was the guy that's that was cleaning the uh, the mosque like late at night that Ryan yes. after he's high. Well, that's crazy. From, uh, Orange is your black. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, she she must him. be like some fifth role in some movie that just came out yesterday. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't. Uh, I didn't do further research to figure out why she's uh, number one, but that is that is the uh, that is the answer. Wow. Yeah, is she is she in like? Or something. Oh, maybe, but I, I don't. I'm pretty sure she's not in Borat. Right, what uh, else is I relevant? Saw it and didn't I didn't see her there? But what uh, else is relevant? Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. We gotta we gotta look into that uh, on our own a, a after the show. But that means with uh, two points each on that, that means Steve has five points, Dan has six, and Jen is our winner with seven points. Way to go, Jen! Yeah. Did I win the game or the whole show? You won the whole show. What? That is insane. <laughs> I know. Isn't it crazy? I had to, you know, kind of adjust the game so that anybody can win. You proved me right. <laughs> it's. I am the worst <laughs> at Doug Loves Movies, always. <laughs> and anytime I've won, it has been completely based on nothing. So this is great. Yeah, you did a great job of uh, figuring out where my mind was at and where the... Uh, <laughs> Where the what the public is thinking according to IMDb. Um, congratulations. Thank you. What do I do with this? Um, you get to plug your stuff first. <laughs> what have you got to plug? Um it, people should just listen to my podcast. I think they might I think they might like it. It's it's really about nothing. And I think that that's welcome these days. So just go there. Yeah. And, and, and on there, I plug other things. So just start there and people have 357 episodes to catch up on. So it's a great way to finish out the rest of the year. So go to go wherever you get podcasts, go find no fun. The Jen Kirkman podcast. Thank you, Jen. Thank you. Dan Van Kirk. Yes, my friend. What do you, what do you, what do people have to do to check out uh, Halloween go? Go to danielvankirk.com. Again, uh, we do a 50-50 raffle where uh, half the money goes to people playing bingo. The other half goes to charity. We've raised money for uh, an organization that helps elderly fulfill their like lifelong dreams. It's like a make-a-wish for people at the end of their life, um, whether they've ever wanted to be a grand marshal parade or 
skydive or anything. And we raised another money for another organization where we um, paired uh, elderly dogs and adoption centers with elderly people who are looking for a friend. So stuff like that happens and that's great. But then apart from that, it's just a lot of fun. And this one is a costume contest. And also there's a drinking game with no pressure. I don't care if it's water or beer, uh, but it's, um, it's a lot of fun. Go to danielvankirk.com. That is this Friday, the 30th. Halloweengo and some uh, some great people are going to stop by and say hello. One of them is going to be Amy Miller. Another one will be Corey Lukasik from the Dress Up Gang and some other comics and a, a big surprise guest uh, who's great for this time of the year. And then on the seventh, uh, live Dumb People Town with the Sklar Brothers, myself, the band Tennis, and John Ham. Tickets are still available. There's like maybe a hundred tickets left for that, and that's at DanielVanKirk.com. Everything else is just there. If you want to do a game night. Do something fun in a world where there doesn't seem to be a lot of it. I'm trying to make it happen. I love it. Good Thanks, for buddy. you, Dan. Thanks, man. Jen, you know, you're trying to make fun for everybody. Jen's over here with her podcast, No Fun. <laughs> well, it really just means that everyone's fun is different. That's true. <laughs> oh, can, can I, I just, I'm so stupid. One more quick thing. The, uh -huh. I don't like to do comedy on Zoom, so I haven't, but I am doing a online show. It's not really stand up, but it's my dysfunctional Christmas show. I do it every year, the Hollywood Improv. This year, it's, online it's december 4th surprise guests it's super fun it's for people who love and hate christmas so they can just go to my website jenkirkman.com and click tour and you'll find it yeah but just listen to the podcast okay that's good thank you steve for waiting patiently through <laughs> so much plugging morass of plugs I'm not going <laughs> uh, in addition to two seasons of rami in which you appear in like eight of the episodes what else uh, is there anything else you want people to look out for uh Check out my uh, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, at the Steve Way. Uh, go to my website, thestevewey.com. Um, I do a lot of speaking about like uh, disability issues and healthcare. So if you ever need a speaker for that, I'm your guy because I need money. Uh, <laughs> My day job is substitute teaching, and I am never going into a school again. Right. So, uh, and hopefully you can see me in two years on Apple TV Plus, because I'm currently developing a show with them. Oh, great. Awesome. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Very nice. Uh, that's Steve Way, W-A-Y. Uh, look there. him up. And enjoy, everybody. And I'm looking forward already to having you back on the show sometime. Thank you. I'd love to. Thanks, and, uh, dude. I hope we hey. can uh, do it in person because I can get you the best brownies you'll ever have <gasps> in your life. And I am guaranteeing that live on this show. <laughs> live on this show. That's right. I'm scared of your brownies. <laughs> That sounds intense. Uh, Dan hey, I, Kirk, Jen Kirkman, Steve Way, thank you so much. I'm doing a show November 7th at 4.20 Pacific time, uh, the Doug Benson Comedy Sesh. Uh, just go to RushTix.com for tickets. And I close every uh, episode of this show lately with uh, the last line from a motion picture. So as always, what's the matter, Trevor? Scared of something? Now it's time for Doug to watch 
another talkie. Eyes of gold, his viewing prowess makes him cocky. There's no room in his heart for you, cause duh.